Greetings, and welcome to the Prometheus Project Podcast, Episode 36. I'm your host, Richard Bist. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of creativity. So, I've previously recorded an episode on music, and I was focusing on how music can inspire us, motivate us, how it can be on the soundtrack of our lives. You know, music is something that's always been a part of my life, going back to when I was a wee lad. Music has incredible power. It's an amazing art form, something that's kept me enthralled throughout my life. But what I want to talk about for this episode is the process of making music. I think it's safe to say that most of us love having music in our lives. You know, we use it to keep ourselves motivated when exercising or when we're doing chores around the house. It entertains us at parties while we're commuting. And it acts as background noise when we're doing homework or just being creative. But how many of you have actually made music? The thing is, nowadays, it's so easy for anyone to try their hand at making music. There are so many options. You can go the traditional route by learning to, you know, play guitar, piano, drums, bass, keyboards, horns, or strings. You can go the modern route and use something like GarageBand or some other software that imitates just an incredible variety of instruments. Or you can go the esoteric route (laughs) and make music with all sorts of objects and devices like metal pipes or pieces of wood. The options are almost endless, so there's really no reason why you shouldn't try it. Now, when I was a kid, I lived across the street from a music teacher, and she taught me guitar, a little bit of piano, and she tried to teach me the accordion, but I just couldn't get into that. But over the years, I've learned to play by ear, and I've fiddled around with drums and with some bass. I got out of playing music when I got married, not just not enough time or space, But recently, I've been getting back into music, and even when I wasn't playing, I've always had music running through my head, rhythms, beats, power chords, all sorts of different sounds. Now, my partner can attest that I tend to, well, drum on things, like the coffee table, my thigh, (laughs) the dogs, which is kind of funny because the dogs think that I'm petting them, I'm actually using them for percussion, but they don't seem to mind. Additionally, I almost always have a song, a real song, playing in my head. Now, I don't know if this is true for everyone, but I wake up every single morning with a random song playing in my head. It's like there's a jukebox in my mind that picks some random song that I've heard at some point in my life, and it just hits the play button as soon as I open my eyes. Unfortunately, I don't get to choose the song, which is not always a good thing. You know, one morning it may be, I don't know, Bob Dylan or maybe Prince. And then another morning, Emmylou Harris or Janis Joplin. Then there are the mornings when I wake up and it's some obscure disco song or Britney Spears or Justin Bieber. And those are the mornings I wish I had a fast-forward button. But back to making music. An idea I've always played around with was to make my own music doing something with all those sounds that I have bouncing around in my head. I mean, why waste them, right? Plus, it's another way to explore my creativity. Of course, I'm not necessarily a master of any one instrument. I like to play around, mostly, but I don't let that stop me from trying. I mean, I look at great entertainers like uh, Mel Brooks, who don't play instruments but still create music. 
As Mr. Brooks once said, he describes himself as a hummer, meaning he hears the music in his head and he hums it to the people who can write music. Then they write it down and they go from there. And, you know, I kind of like that. He's not going to let a lack of musical ability stop him from making music. Along those same lines, you don't necessarily need an instrument either. I mean, you can drum on a hardback book. You can use your hands or maybe a couple of spoons on a mixing bowl in the kitchen. Or you can drum on a wooden box. Or, if you're feeling especially creative, you can just make percussive sounds with your mouth. Now, I'm sure if you looked around your living space, you could find all sorts of things you can tap on or pound on. Just try not to break anything. Now, percussion is probably the most primal type of music making. I mean, if you think about it, our forebears were probably knocking rocks together or clapping their hands around a fire. Or maybe they were exploring how the sounds echoed inside their caves or off the tree trunks in a dense forest. It wasn't until later that other instruments entered the picture. You know, strings, winds, brass. Ever You ever used an empty cardboard paper towel tube as a horn? I mean, I have, although I don't do it often because it freaks out my dogs. Now, I know actual musical instruments can be expensive, especially if you buy them brand new at the local music shop. But there are alternatives. You know, I bought an old acoustic guitar from a pawn shop years ago. I also found an odd instrument called an omnichord, O-M-N-I chord, that's sort of like an auto harp, if you're familiar with that. It has these buttons that you use for chords and then a swipe plate in lieu of strings. I'll post a video on my YouTube channel about in the near future uh, playing around with it. But, you know, who who knows what else you could find out there if you look around. You know, you can find instruments at yard sales, secondhand stores, classified ads of your local newspaper, or maybe online. You don't need anything fancy or state-of-the-art. An old cello or trombone will still allow you to make music. It may not necessarily sound the same as a brand new instrument, but that's okay. The point is, you have something to play around with, to experiment with. The point is to have fun, right? Now, I'm telling you all this for two reasons. First, to obviously try and inspire you to flex your musical muscles, but also to motivate myself to begin experimenting with making music. You know how I love to encourage creativity, and no, you don't need to have any musical talent. I mean, think of it this way. You sing, don't you? Even if you can't carry a tune, I mean, you probably sing in the shower, sing while you're sitting in your car at a stoplight, while you're doing things around the house, out in the yard. I mean, I can sing okay, I guess. I'm one of those people who's better off as a background singer, you know, deep, deep background, probably with the microphone unplugged, <laughs> but that doesn't stop me from belting my heart out when I hear one of my favorite songs. I wail in the shower. I crank it out in the car. I sing and dance while running the vacuum or stirring a pot on the stove. Why? Because music has a power that we all share. One of my favorite songs about the power of music is by this Canadian band called Triumph. 
They had this song back in the early 80s called Magic Power. It came out when I was in high school, and I was lucky enough to catch it live and hear it live. But if you get get a chance, give the song a listen and read the lyrics. I think it sums up how much music can mean to us. You know, music empowers us, makes us think, makes us feel, can make us smile, can make us cry. You know, to me, that's pure magic. So here's what I want you to do. Make some music. Or at least be more the, be more aware that you have music inside you. We all do. It's built into us at a primordial level. Use your hands. Use spoons, plastic bowls. Turn a couple of buckets upside down. Use sofa cushions, whatever. Find a rhythm, a beat, and just play with it. Don't do it for just a few seconds. Play it out as long as you can till your hands are tired. Mix it up. Change the beat. Have fun. But if you have a problem finding that rhythm inside yourself, don't worry. Try playing along with one of your favorite songs. Tap your feet. Drum on the coffee table. But keep a beat. You may even find yourself improvising little drum fills here and there. Hell, you may even have a drum solo. (laughs) And if you have instruments laying around, pick it up and play around with it. Now, if you're adept at it, fantastic. Please keep playing. Music's amazing and it's important. Or maybe find something new to challenge yourself with. You know, I know this guy who was in a pawn shop several years ago and he saw a cello for sale for ridiculously cheap. He had no idea how to play it, but he bought it anyways because it was interesting. So within a few months, he was actually playing some classical music. He was self-taught. Now, I'm not saying you'll be quite as successful as him if you try this, but you might find a cheap guitar or maybe a mandolin, maybe something else, and then you can play around, make noise, express yourself. Remember, that's what creativity is all about. And as I mentioned earlier, I'll be performing some... (laughs) audio experiments of my own and posting the results for good or for bad on my YouTube channel starting in the next few weeks. Will they be any good? Oh God, who knows? Will I have fun doing it? Oh hell yes. (laughs) I want to express myself with, with sound. I want to be silly, have fun. And no, I'm not a professional musician and I'm far from being incredibly competent on any particular instrument at the moment. But that's not going to stop me from making my voice heard or my attempts at music. You know, as I was saying earlier, you know, you may not necessarily have any vocal talent, but you still sing. So what? You may not have the talent to play a guitar or a piano, but that doesn't mean you can't try. So anyways, as always, I hope you got something positive out of this episode. If so, hey, let me know. Always contact me through my website, richardbiss.com. Catch me on social media. Please, if you like this podcast, tell your friends, leave a review, rate it wherever you've listened to it. And uh, I'll be talking to you soon. So until next time, be safe, be creative, and be kind. Cheers.